two, three, four. Facts, fibs, and fairy tales! <laughs> Welcome to Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales with your factual fairy, Matt Sweet. Uh, today, my guest is, uh, oh, I almost double named you. My guest is the factual fairy, Will. Hi, uh, Will. Hi. Um, I think every season I try to get a British on, so you're, you're this season's British. Yeah, no, uh, actually, correction. <laughs> factual fairy. Yeah. I'm the British. Oh, you're the British. Yeah, because uh, episode one started with a very nice uh, English gentleman who used a lot of $5 words, and I'm like, oh, he thinks he's smart. Yeah. But guess what? I was here first, bitch. <laughs> so I know that you're season one, episode one. Yeah. But right. I'm gonna need some respect to be paid. To be fair, you were, well, you are the first British friend I've ever had. Right. Thank you. So that's all to, I needed. Let's. That's. We just have to acknowledge the space you inhabit. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, so thank you for being here, Will. Um, what I'd love you to do is sort of introduce yourself to the listeners. Like, what are the categories you exist in? Gay, straight, bi, right. et cetera, top, bottom, right. side, whatever. What's your, what's your, your... I am a gay, white, male. Okay. British and yeah. Canadian and an American green card holder. Um, are you listening? Are you listening? I'm single. <laughs> uh, I will do things. Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a verse top. So I'm a top because I'm too lazy to be a bottom. Honestly, I think that's why most tops are tops. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just too, it's just, I don't want to have to spend 30 minutes laying on the cold tile of my bathroom floor douching. You douche on the cold tile of your bathroom Where floor? else do you do it? <laughs> I don't know. I like, I like pop a squat in the bathtub, get that bulb under there and like... Get it in. And then I just like take a little time. I go around. I maybe like, I don't dust because like dusting sucks. But, you know, I may like organize a tchotchke or two and then come back to the bathroom. You're telling me you can hold it in your butt. Yeah. Do you not hold it in your butt? For like 10 seconds. And I'm like, holy shit, got to purge. How much are you putting in there? Well, I mean, I don't know how much is a normal one on my <laughs> One bulb's worth? Yeah. It's a bulb, right? Yeah, like the bulb. Like the... the... Yeah. You can't hold that in? No. How loose is your asshole? I'm tight. It's like a very small cavity. <laughs> uh, Great. I think... Great. Let's just stop recording here. Great. We've got all we, we need. Great. Yeah, I'm too lazy to be a bottom yeah. from the top. Uh, and let's see, uh, I was most recently living in Los Angeles, now I'm living in Toronto, Yeah, but I'm on the down low about it. Yeah, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. And don't worry, I'm... this is going to air like months from now, so you can be in the next Oh, I'll city. be gone by then. Okay, yeah, great. yeah, he'll vanish back into the night. Good. So yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and we met on Halloween. That is true. Yeah. You were dressed as Queen Elizabeth. And, and... you were dressed as Scarlett O'Hara. Ugh. God, we were... Well, you look good. I feel like my drag was... It was better than you uh, are suggesting. I mean, you hand-sewed and machine-sewed yeah. those costumes. Two costumes. Yeah. The costumes were great. The costumes The were makeup, great. hit or miss on. Yeah, well, the makeup's always been a bit... <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Bit of a miss, but... I, I can't deny it. My makeup is not my strength. No, we looked great that night. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Amazing. All right. So you know how this works. We're both going to tell a story and we're going to dive in. Um, So I'm going to flip the coin and you're going to call it before it lands. All right. Now you all say heads or deer, right? Well, you can call queen or deer, whichever you prefer. All right. Heads. 
So queen. Queen. <laughs> we, we just talked about it. And a queen. Queen, okay. Um, great, so I'm gonna flip it. If the queen comes up, you're gonna go first. If the queen but, is... uh, do I, I thought I get to choose. No, uh, we've changed. Oh shit, you changed Welcome the to season... Ah shit, season three? Three, because we're doing first times, right? Yes. First times, yeah. Yeah, okay, so welcome to season three. Oh PS. shit, okay. Hey guys. I, I'm so fucked up, and I... <laughs> this is gonna be a theme of season three, because I'm... I'm recording things out of order, and it just, it's really fucking with me. Right. Um, but yeah, no, we're doing first times. Okay. So yeah, the new change is, All right. you're going to call it, you ask for the queen. If she comes up, you go first. If she's down, you go second. All That's right, queens. Here we go. We're going to flip. Whoop. That was a terrible flip. It didn't even turn in the air. We're going to try one more time. Bad there up. we go. <gasps> Ooh. So I go second. You go second. Okay. That's what I wanted. Yeah. That's great, because the coin... The, god, the coin gods have been really forced me to keep going second, which is not where I want to be. Okay. Um, all right, so I'm going to dive in here. I'm just going to make sure we're actually recording because, you know, I've had troubles the last couple days. It's great. We're recording. Okay. Everything's happening. Um, so I'm going to tell you about the first time I ever got into spit play. <laughs> have you ever heard of spit play? Okay, a couple of things. One... Um, <laughs> One is listening to your podcast and enjoying it very much. I like the fact that I'm like, oh, I remember this story. I remember this story. Like I was most recently listening to your dick fungus episode. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. I do not think I know this story. <laughs> Which is why I picked it. And second, um, <laughs> spit play. No, I don't know that I'm necessarily familiar with what that entails. Yeah. So this will be enlightening on many... Oh, great. And Any that's difference. that's what we're here for at Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales. We're here to educate. Okay. <laughs> so, it's a relatively quick story. Um, right. Okay. So, uh, I need to give this guy a name. Let's call him John. John. So, uh, as per usual, I was single and out there trying to, like, convince myself I could hook up, which is the thing I say every single episode. Mm-hmm. And Which is two in her mind. It's a cerebral thing for Matt Sweet. I get it. Yeah. You, so you've been listening. I've been listening. <laughs> it doesn't change. The next 300 episodes, same exact thing. That's right. I also know you. So. Yeah. Well, that's also true. <laughs> Although we don't know each other in a biblical sense. No. I, I think I've seen your bare ass once, but I don't think I've ever seen your penis. Oh. Have you ever seen my, like, no. junk or my trunk? No. And in your episode I was just listening to about dick fungus, you were talking about the size of your penis, and I'm like, this is not, these are, this is new information. <laughs> yeah. I've been talking about the size of my penis a lot lately. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. all right. Okay. Yeah, no, you're going to get, if you keep listening, you're going to get I'm to know. I'm like a pin board of like, <laughs> Data points, right? Like, it's gonna slowly with some string reveal, and then it will reveal the truth about yeah. your penis. And then you'll be like, "Well, I have to vomit." Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't yeah. want to know this, but now I do. I love you with every fiber of my being, but the thought of you sexually makes me want to throw up. Yeah, I feel, and I know you feel the same way. I feel the exact same way, baby. I know you feel the same way. That's how you know it's love. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was single. I was out there, and I feel like this was during my scruff period because. There was a time during uh, being single where, like, I tried Grinder, and then, like, people on that were only either headless abs or just monsters. Um, and then I moved to Scruff, and it was like, oh, on Scruff, people say hello and then send a dick pic rather than here is my penis right. without even a hello. 
Sure. So it seemed like they were a higher class of person. Mm. Um, it's a low bar, but sure. Well, <laughs> beggars can't be choosers. Amen. Hello. Uh, anyway, so this guy messages me, and I... What, what would we call him? John. So John messages me, and we're chatting back and forth, and like it gets pretty steamy, as things are wont to do on Scruffer Grinder. And eventually we decide we're going to like hang out. Fine. So we get but how to, long between yeah. like first chat and like eventually we decided we're gonna hang out. Like how long did mm. that? Like days, weeks, max two days. Okay, right. I'm the I'm the kind of gal who, when I'm on that kind of shit, like I'm not gonna talk to you for fucking four weeks. You don't need a pen pal. I honestly I already have too many friends that I don't see enough of, so yeah, like I don't me. need <laughs> like me. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> Just like you. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I like to keep all my friends. Just on the inside. Like, I'll give him just a little bit. Just enough. Yeah. Just to be like, taste. yeah, you're still my friend. See you in four years. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fault for moving to Los Angeles. But carry on. Yeah, right. Right. yeah that soul-destroying time when all of my best friends moved to Los Angeles. Yeah, we could talk that's about right. that. Read the book. But it's that's good. not what we're here to talk Keep about. Keep talking. I'm going to get wine. Oh, perfect. I was feeling parched. So anyway, this John guy and I were talking on Scruff. And... Uh, <laughs> You okay? Sorry, that was just a clunk in the fridge. Okay. <laughs> so John, yeah. So we're talking. We're talking away on Scruff, and you know it gets pretty hot and heavy, and you know we know that we're gonna hook up, but like we want to hang out as human beings first. So you know I think we go on like a cute little walk, and maybe we like explore Allen Gardens or something, just so that like we can kind of have a little time to get to know each other. Um, okay. Allen Gardens, I love it. So romantic. I know, right? There's homeless people and the smell of piss everywhere. Okay. Well. I can't fight that. Yeah. <laughs> um, brief sidebar, this week's episode is unofficially brought to you by Jackson Triggs Rosé. They haven't paid me, but if you wanted to, I would take your money. Because this 1.5 liter bottle of rosé wine is goddamn delicious. It's Honestly, it's going down like the most tasty water I've ever drank. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this guy and I, John, mm. are, we go, we have our little chat, we walk around, we do whatever. And then we're hanging out in my little apartment. We're hanging out on the couch in front of the fireplace. We probably, like, watched a little TV or something and had a cute time. Is this your place uh, on, uh, can I say the name? Pem- yeah. Pemberton? I don't live there now. So Pemberton? Like, Pembroke. Pembroke. Yeah. Pembroke. Which is just south of Allen Gardens, which right. is why we would have gone there. That makes sense. Yeah. So it was a cute little, like, two-bedroom with a fireplace. Like, well, cute. Yeah. Relatively cute. No, it was a cute place. Yeah. How do I not know this story then? Because I thought I knew all the Pembroke stories. All right. Yeah, girl. She held some things back. No, that's not true. <laughs> Keep okay. going. So we're eventually, like, the time has come to go to the bedroom. So we go into the bedroom. And to this point, like, I don't know anything about his particular sexual proclivities. I, you know, we haven't really gotten to that point. Just like, we know that we're going to, like, bump uglies. Right. And I'm the kind of person who generally thinks about sex in terms of, like, penetration butt-wise. Yes. Like, either I'm a bottom (laughs) or I'm a top. Right. And it's not that I don't believe that, like, a blowjob is sex. I do think that that is sex. Um, It's more like a handshake, really. (laughs) Well, that's... It's preamble to me. It's it's preamble. You know, like, we're... We're we're revving the engines a little bit. Yeah. That's what a blowjob is. Yeah, it's full play, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which isn't to say that, like, I don't... I mean, they don't do much for me, but it's not that I don't enjoy them. It's just like... Yeah, but I know you don't like head. I don't like giving head. It's wildly different. You do like receiving? When it's done well, I'm not mad about it. Like, I'm not upset by head. Like, I'm not like, oh, please stop. I hate this. 
I'm just, it's, we can do this for a couple minutes and then I'm going to fuck you. Like, uh, that's right. that's okay. kind of what it comes oh, down right. to. All right. <laughs> I can see the little hamster in your head. Yeah, the hamster's like, turning in my head because I just want, I want listeners to cross-reference the Genya episode. <laughs> where the Russian man is like, I give you head now. I give you head now, yeah. He's like, you want Viagra? <laughs> I put yeah. on porn. I, I play porn for you. Yeah, forget the s- fake name we gave him, but I was about to say his real name, which I can't do. <laughs> Vlad. Vlad is what, Vlad. Yeah, classic Vlad. Vlad, classic Vlad. Um, because uh, I got the sense from that, you're like, oh, she just doesn't like head whatsoever. Mm. When it's done well, I like it's great, and like it can make me orgasm. So what does well mean? <sighs> what does well variety? Mean? Um, generally it just means someone who knows that there's a certain amount of pressure, but not too much pressure, and someone who knows that they have to use their mouth and their hands. Okay. Which That's is, good advice. <laughs> I'll take that. Frankly, giving a blowjob, if you're not using your hands, you're not doing it right. That's true. Yeah. Uh, which, to reference the Jenny episode, I believe we talked about that. You gotta work the balls. You gotta work the... <laughs> I mean, you can work the balls, but you have to work the shaft. You have to work the shaft. You well, have yeah, but to. Again... Going back to that Jenny episode, yeah. she was talking about her science requirements and about, <laughs> like, I was listening along and I was like, okay, wait, wow, she's a size queen. Oh, honey. Because she's like, yeah. I don't want my fingers to touch when I wrap my hand around it. I'm like, yeah. babe, like, that's a big dick. Yeah. All right, okay. All right. <laughs> no, so, I don't, I don't give a shit about how big your dick is, but like, for Miss Jenny, like, if you're going to throw it in her, she's, she's not there for a pencil dick, frankly. No. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm like, as long as it works and it's pretty average, I'm Who cares? good to go. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Frankly, I don't even, like, you could have, like, a micro penis. You could have any kind. You don't even have to have a penis. As long as your butt is willing to take my dick, that's kind of all I care yeah, about. That's fair. Anyway, John, this guy. <laughs> so. You're at the apartment. We move to the bedroom. And, like, we're making out. And it's kind of, like, crazy aggressive. Like, this is probably the, one of the, one of the first times that I've really kind of tapped into that aggressive part of myself sexually. Mm. Um, and we're like pushing each other around and kind of like wrestling and it's all very hot. And like we, he starts like kind of smacking me a little bit. So it kind of gets into this like... Where? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> um, I suspect probably it started on the ass. Yeah, and I think I, you're like in the kitchen. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, it was a Tuesday. On the uh, ass. Yeah, no, so it probably started there, but then it became just more like, we're like, like fighting, pushing, we're aggressing, like, we're pushing, and then just like smacking on like the chest and like right. that kind of stuff. Like we're starting to leave like You know when guys like, handprints. when guys like punch your chest? Yeah, because they're like feeling it. Like, like uh, uh, punch your chest. Yeah. And like, I don't know like, what you're doing. Yeah, it, I don't know why we're doing it, but we're doing it. We're doing yeah. it. I guess I'll pretend. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the thing, girl. You just have to find it. You have to find it in yourself to be like, yeah. all right, I'll hit you back, bitch. You want to hit me? I'll hit you. <laughs> Which is a dark place. It's... Well, I'm going to drink some wine for a quick second <laughs> while we deal with what I just said. We all just had a moment of realization. Okay, that's a and another episode. <laughs> no, that's a therapy session. Anywho. So you're slapping. So we're, it's, yeah, it's, it's getting more and more aggressive. Rough housing. And at one point, he's just like, spit on me. And okay. I'm like... Oh, um, okay. okay. And like, this is a thing I know about. Like, I've seen it in porn, and like, I've, I've never really done it necessarily. Like, I've, I've, you know, you've had like a loogie in your mouth, kind of, and then you're making out, and like, you shared spit that way, but not in the like, I am going to spit onto you. Okay, but paint me a picture. Are you laying down or are you standing up? At this point, <laughs> this point, 
I'm standing, he was sucking my dick, he looks up at me, ah. and he's like, spit on Right, so like a subverse, like a submissive, kind of like, I want you to, yeah. in the dominant position, spit on me. Yeah. Now, did he then open his mouth? He sure as shit did, bitch. Oh shit, yes! <laughs> so he's like, high fives everybody, high fives. <laughs> So he's like on his knees, mouth open, and I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. into his mouth. And he's like, he like swallows it down and like, it's like, you can tell that he's really like into this. And Number I'm one, like, points for aim. Well done, babe. Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure I missed a little bit, but, and then it became like, do it again. And my aim was hit or miss throughout the experience. Like you got there. Yeah. But here's the thing. Then he was just like, spit on me, spit on me. But he closed his mouth. Oh. And so I was like, ah, uh, okay. So I spit on his face. And then I spit on his chest. And it was just like this like crazy submissive thing where he'd like suck my dick for a little while and then be like, spit on me. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> just like, go for it. Question. Yeah. Did you slap him in the face? Oh, um, well not like a hard slap, but like after you spit on his cheek, then you have to like hit it and like rub it around, like rub okay, it Okay, that's in. what I was thinking. You gotta grind it in. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like a little like love tap kind of thing. Yeah. And it's part of that like dominance kind of place. Like yeah, you like, have to, Oh like, yeah, you like that bitch. Yeah. Spit. Slap. Spit. Grind it in. Like, okay. yeah, you're mine now. Yeah. I own you. Yeah. I've marked you yeah. in a way. Um, and so that was kind of crazy. And then, like, he, like, stood up, or I, I, maybe I was, like, tired of getting a blowjob, because, like, meh, who cares? Yeah. It'd been three minutes. <laughs> oh, time's up, bitch. Yeah. Uh, so he stands up and whatever, and then he spits on me. And I was just like, ah, I didn't ask for that. But to be fair, I just spit on you, like, 40 times, so. But that's not how it works. <laughs> but that's, it was this really crazy Is energy. Is that how it works? <laughs> I don't know, like, because in your head, you're just like, okay, we're doing the submissive, dominant thing. And then when he came back spitting on me, I was like, wait, I don't, what? I'm not, what? I'm going to need those script pages. I didn't read for this role. <laughs> yeah. This is not, I didn't. Oh, are we improving? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, and now I'm yes, subbed. <laughs> so then he spits on me and I'm like, uh, okay. And so I get on my knees and start sucking his dick while he starts spitting on me. Did he, did you open your mouth and did he spit in your oh, mouth? Oh, I for sure opened my mouth. And how did you feel about that? Honestly, it was kind of hot. I, um, there's something about the, like, not like a loogie, like, like, I don't want your, yeah, like. when you said loogie earlier on, I'm like, even like gross. a fucking from the deep yeah. back, like a green, like a, oh, yeah. I've, got, I've got a bit deep of Deep in your lungs. Got yeah. a bit of an infection in the back of my throat, I've got to get no, this No, but out. just like regular saliva. Right. There was something about it that was kind like of. Like a glob, like a glob of saliva. <laughs> it was kind of hot. And then the more we just started spitting on each other. They're like, we just started being, like, slicked up in our own saliva. It's weird now. And it, it was fucking weird, but there was a... It was kind of sexy, too, because partly it was this weird, like, switcheroo dom-sub thing, but, like, it kind of switched back and forth throughout the experience as we, like, blew each other or whatever. We didn't end up actually fucking, um, but we did, like... We jerked each other off. We, like, did the whole thing. We blew each other. Do you came... Oh yeah, we both can. Did he swallow it? Great question. I don't remember that part. Because I keep... Like, if he wants to be spit in his mouth, but he You'd... didn't swallow your jizz, like, come on. <laughs> That's like ordering right. an on, like a, an appetizer, but not an entree. <laughs> I'm honestly stumped about that. I don't remember. I do not remember 
I know that we came. Mm. Oh, you know what? Actually, this is this is what happened. So we did the whole spit thing, and we were like jerking, blowing each other, whatever. It's all sexy. We're giving each other handies. And I believe like eventually we landed on the bed, like covered in spit, and like you could feel it like drying, and you're just like, it's something filthy about it, but you're into it. And then you like spit on your hand, and you're like jerking his dick, and he spits on his hand, and he's jerking my dick. And I think we came kind of on ourselves. Yeah. Because I remember, this is how I remembered it, because I did have to get up and get a towel. And normally when you get the towel after you've come, like, you know, you're just wiping semen up. But I remember having to be like, I got to do my face with the spit that's still on it. (laughs) Having to do like more of a a full whore's bath because of the saliva. Huh. And you didn't get dry mouth at any point? (laughs) Um... Like, I've had guys be like, oh, yeah, spit on it. I'm like... You're like, where's my Jackson Triggs? Where is my (laughs) delicious rosé that's mouth-watering? So good. Thanks, Jackson Triggs. Because... (laughs) uh, For the wine. Yeah. Um, I don't think And I've got nothing. Yeah. You're just like... You're like... My tongue probably feels like sandpaper. Um, No, I don't... I think because we were so into it, that, like, my body was just like, okay, we're going into overdrive. All right, okay. Let's make this happen. Yeah. I do remember having to work a couple times to kind of, like, get enough to make an actual yeah. spit happen. But yeah, to make it impressive. Eventually, my body cut up with, cut up with what, I was, what I was up to. Yeah. So it was kind of, it was crazy. Um, and, like, this is more of an aside for you personally, so, like, listeners tune out. Um, later, I learned that uh, one of our... The people that we know in the ballroom scene, I learned that we were dick sisters as a result of this experience. That means that they also had sex with this person? Yes. Yeah. I haven't heard that before. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're dick sisters with anyone. I can't imagine. You run in very different circles than me. Well, I don't know names. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure we're not dick sisters after all this time. Okay, so ballroom person, you were dick sisters. And how did this come up? You're like... So you went to spit? Like, oh yeah, you met John? Um, because <laughs> I learned this because uh, this John person is an academic and... Okay, stop. We're gonna, yeah, this is... Fuck you. Stop, no, stop. Yeah, this is not for the podcast. No, 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 it is. <laughs> My question is this. How hard is it when you're making a podcast to bleep things out? Like oh, real can? easy. Okay, so what's his real name? John? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, but what's the ballroom person? Oh, shut up! Yes! yes! <laughs> oh, I saw her yesterday looking fresh as a fucking orchid. Hello? Yeah. I was like, that bitch and me are dick sisters? Shit! Okay. All right, okay. I'll bleep that later. <laughs> well, that's a good bleep, babe. Hello. That's a good fucking bleep. Yeah. Anyway, so that's basically the story of the first time and kind of only time I ever got into spit play. Spit play. Which I didn't... I don't even know if that's like a thing, but... It is a thing in this I think it's a case. thing. I mean, I, yeah. I had a guy, the best sex I've ever had was a guy who, can you remember to bleed this? Yeah. His name was <laughs> And Because um, there's not enough in the world. Oh, now we're, gonna, we're up to two bleeps. Oh, we're up to three bleeps. <laughs> bleep, bleep. Oh, yeah, three bleeps. Uh, ready? Oh, four, <laughs> five, six. Um, <laughs> and like, we were, he was fucking me once. Uh, because I was a bottom for him. Yeah. Not too lazy. You and I are similar in that in that we've we've gone both ways. And both ways. And landed on the top side. Lazy top side. Yeah. Um, 
he like surprised me. He didn't even ask permission. He just like like above me, like spat into my mouth, mm. and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" That was hot. Right. Like I hate you. Like, but please continue. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay. It's a weird. Do it thing. again. That's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine this. Imagine if you were to spit into a glass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A few times, and then walk away, and then come back an hour later. Would you drink it? No. Fucking disgusting, right? Just vile. It's what we consume all the time. It's well, a very it's, strange It's thing a bit like, like when you're sucking a dick and they come and you swallow it, that's fine. But like licking cold semen off of someone is fucking gross. If you say so. <laughs> really? Have you? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually don't like semen at all. I, can you not swallow it or have it on your skin? I can I have it on my skin, no problem. Um, okay. I can swallow it, but I have to think about it. <laughs> right, it has to be a choice. Like, I swallow cum when I really want to impress someone, or I am trying to prove a point, like win an argument. <laughs> Sorry, what argument are you winning by swallowing someone's jizz? Um, it's complicated. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I'm doing it to prove a prove a, like, And right. I, I have to sort of, like, take myself mentally out of it. Like, really open it up and just really? like, right, okay, because, like, I don't, I don't like it. And I oh. wish I did, because I see how many guys get off on it. Yeah. And I'm like, that seems like, a, I dated a guy who had a thing where every time he rented a car, he would jerk off in the car. Oh. And I said to him, well, what do you do with the cum? He's like, I eat it. I'm like, you jerk off in every rental car you ever rent and you eat your own cum. That's fucking weird. Get it. Slash pop, slash yeah. whatever. Like, get into it. <laughs> fucking bizarre. Well, at least he doesn't, like, smear it on the steering wheel or something. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's yeah. weird. But still, I mean, he's jerking <laughs> off and then he's putting his hands on the steering Whatever. He's, you know. <laughs> well, I would like to think he's, like, licking his hand clean, at least, you know? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but, like, I've never eaten my own cum. Have you really? Eaten? Oh, girl. No. I have eaten my cum, like, regularly. Oh! Girl, try oh. it out. No. Don't knock it till you try it. No. I'll take- <laughs> I'll stick with my delicious Jackson Triggs rosé. <laughs> Honestly, it tastes so much better than cum. I mean, I that's it's, our new tagline. It's Jackson Triggs rosé. Better, better than, than cum. cum. <laughs> it's that good. It's that good. It's that <laughs> fucking good. It's that good. Amazing. All right, bitch. Are you ready to begin your story? Uh, yeah, sure. You, I, I can answer follow-ups if you have any questions. But um, I feel like we got there, you know? So you don't know this guy's real name. I can't remember it, no. Uh, it was a scruff hookup, okay. Yeah. I mean, um, separate to this podcast, I actually want to go through all the podcasts and be like, okay, tell me who that person right. was. Right. Tell me who that person was. I need real names, I need photos, I, I need, need timelines. all the evidence to back it up. Right. It's like, I need visual. I'm a very visual person. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll do like a beautiful mind. So since, of. since uh, here's a question. Since that mm. spit play situation, have you had the opportunity to like, spit in someone's mouth or make that a thing I have I'm not sure if the episode survived because I did I've as you know I've oh the memory card issue that we had yeah this is my third podcast in three days that I've recorded and I suspect the two I've done previously have been ruined by some memory card shenanigans are we confident that mine is being recorded it's being recorded Uh, whether I can retrieve it or not is the question okay fair enough Um, but there in one of the podcasts I recorded two days ago um, I brought. I was talking about a cock cage person that I was fucking, and in that case, I'm gonna need to listen to that episode. <laughs> you're gonna have to catch up. Yeah. Um, 
in that case, because like that's such a clearly like dominant, yeah. submissive kind of role or position, in that place, I for sure spit all over that motherfucker. Okay, all right. Yeah, because like having gone through the spit play, I knew what it made me feel like, and that it was like weird but also hot. And I was yeah. like, well, then I'm going to bring that to bear on this situation. Good. I love yeah. that. I love that there was like an experience that opened broadened your horizons yeah. and then it, it carried forward into future you know what experience. I became someone new she became she became she became she become she become <laughs> it's, it's a pre-become she's pre-becoming um alright dive into your story bitch okay so the theme was uh, first times right yes okay so even though this the story you just gave me was from really only five or six years ago maybe at most <laughs> or seven or, or eight or nine I don't sure. know sure time is hard for me this story is from my, from when I was 22. Which, I'm not going to age you or anything, but is a time ago. It, I, I'm okay to admit it. It was 2002. That's a time ago. That's, a, that's like before most podcast listeners were born. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Is I'm that like, pre-Twitter? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's pre-YouTube, babe. <laughs> <laughs> that's how back in the day. Yeah. I don't think Google was a public company. I don't think this MySpace is... MySpace wasn't a thing. No, MySpace was a thing. Yeah. 2002? Friendster. I was on Friendster in 2002. That's how fucking old I Oh, am. that's true. Because Facebook came around when I was in first year university, which would have been 2003. Yeah. So yeah, this is even pre-Facebook. By the way, I had sex with three people in America through Friendster, even though I lived in the UK at the time. That's how good Friendster was. I don't even know what Friendster is. Wow. But it, it, how old I am. Clearly I missed out. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually really good. I think it's still big somewhere in like Asia. Um, Alright, I want you to... Okay, so first times. Yeah. First time I ever got butt-fucked. Oh, that's a real first time. It's like, it's actually my first time. Okay, so it's 2002. Is it like spring, summer, fall, autumn? It's fall. Okay. It's actually fall 2001. I'm going to take you back. Oh, shit. So here's the thing. So 9-11 had just happened. So there's a twist to the story <laughs> that you won't see coming. Oh, God. Okay, so okay, I want you to picture this. I have just graduated university uh, with a degree in philosophy, which is absolutely useless. Yeah, but you're but such a good thinker. Thank you. Yes, that's right. To be or not to spit. Uh, <laughs> to be or not to have an existential crisis. Crisis. At all times. At all times. Does that make sense now? Yeah, Does no, it makes sense why I'm it all comes, in my fucking head? It comes clear real fast. <laughs> okay, so I, I moved back to my parents. This is rural, idyllic, bucolic, England. Bucolic. Bucolic, babe. Didn't you re- read <laughs> Andrew for his $5 words? <laughs> I'm sorry. It was Andrew, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, Andrew, but like... You're not I, the only one. I got some $5 words too, <laughs> I got some five dollar words too. Um, First of all, I don't even know how to spell bucolic, but I'm into it. You do b u c o l i c. That's bucolic. how I would have guessed. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But I'm glad you you knew how to spell it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so I am in back in my parents' home. I'm uh, but I'm commuting to London and I'm working for a big company there. Okay. And I'm a web developer at the time, and. Um, and so uh, my parents used to uh, get this uh, really conservative newspaper called the Daily Mail. Okay. Don't know what the. Equivalent... Oh, I've actually heard of the Daily. Yeah, I don't know what the equivalent here is in Canada. Probably like, like the National Post. Something like that. China? But 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 actually even worse. But like, like trash. Oh, the Sun. It's trash. It's like the Sun. Mm. It's like the Sun. Um, but the, the Daily... Toronto Sun for those who aren't in Canada. Well, I have I have like three listeners in the United States, 
pretty sure I know who they are. I don't know what the USA <laughs> equivalent is either, but the Daily Mail is really good at like fashmag slag in yeah. sex twist scandal. Um, yeah. But then it's also holier than thou. Yeah. No, that's, that's exactly what the Toronto Sun is. Right. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> it's the weekend, and they have like the insert supplement, and I'm reading through, and I'm reading through, flipping through. It's a kind of magazine that has like the sunshine girl, but also like we can't teach our children about sex. No, it doesn't have the sunshine oh. girl. It's one step above the sunshine girl. Oh. Yeah. So the Sun newspaper in England is page three girl, and she has her tits out. <laughs> yeah. The Daily Mail is like. Um, it's what we call uh, the audience is NIMBYs. NIMBYs? Oh, yes, yes, Not yes. Not in my backyard. Yes. It's, the, it's very like middle class, upper middle class, mm-hmm. like whatever. And it's like, it's the, it's the paper for people who won't someone think of the children. Like that. Won't someone think of That's exactly the best way to describe that's it. That's who they are. What about the children? What about the children? The gays. What about the children? Yeah. Not the gay children. Don't think about them. <laughs> so I'm anyway. reading this, I'm reading the weekend insert and I'm flipping through and there is this handsome fucking man. He looks like something out of a Bronte novel. Do you have a fly in your wine? <laughs> Sorry. Now, I don't want to come for Jackson Triggs or anything, <laughs> but I appear to have some sort of, like, um, strawberry seed in my rosé. That might be a fly. Is it a fly? No, look at it. It's like a red bulb in the bottom. I'm going to drink it, because I'm a professional. Oh, shit, I see it. It's a full-on fucking seed. Right? Oh. Uh. <laughs> Thanks, Jackson Triggs. It's a gypsy curse. You're making, you're making it a 3D experience. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm so sorry. I'm distracted. No, that's how you know it's real. That's, this, we just had to mention our unofficial sponsor one more time. <laughs> Jackson Triggs. Buy Jackson Triggs. Got it. Rosé wine. I'm going to get sued. I can feel it. You want to get drunk on a one and a half liters of $16 wine? Yeah, I do. Jackson Triggs. Jackson Triggs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. I'm reading the newspaper. Oh, yeah, good. I'm reading the newspaper. I'm flipping through. There is this like Bronte novel guy in a double fucking spread. Mm-hmm. He's on a horse. Can He's we take a, a moment to appreciate that you, the British of this season, brings up Bronte? I just need you to know. Actually, I should have said uh, more Jane Austen. So I, cause I used to... <laughs> <laughs> because I grew up uh, just outside of where Jane Austen lived. Obviously. And, uh, and funny enough, my neighbor, two houses down, was R.L. Swift, who wrote Gulliver's Travels. Well, look at you, bitch. Yeah, look at that. Look at her. Take that, Andrew. <laughs> so fucking posh. You think you're so posh? That's look right. at me. That's right. I've got neighbors in high places and shit. <laughs> I didn't realize British people were so, like... Oh, it's all about classism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that I knew, but... Because I... I'm, when I dated my Scottish boyfriend, you I thought he was hated him. I hated him because he was Poe. <laughs> of just, spirit. I hated him. Of, of spirit. <laughs> he was also, like, financially... Morally bankrupt. <laughs> financially Poe. Yeah. Oh, my um, God. Okay, tell your story. I keep derailing us. I'm so sorry. No, but actually, this is a really good... This is a good uh, point to bring in, which is... So the Daily Mail, it's a conservative newspaper, mm. and they have this article about this guy. Okay, I'm going to need you to give me, it's a Russian name, but he's a British guy, British okay. accent, but it's a Russian name. So you could go for something British if you want. But like Dimitri is probably. Dimitri. Dimitri's great. great. Dimitri's great. Yeah. It, 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 it spans categories. <laughs> so Dimitri. So I'm looking at this spread, this article. Dimitri, let me paint you a picture. Yeah. He's 34. Okay. He's devastatingly handsome. And you're, sorry, you're 22? 22. 21. 21, okay. He's devastatingly handsome, and he is a member of the Conservative Party. <laughs> now, 
For context, we're coming off of, uh, we're still post-Margaret Thatcher, and he uh, first came to prominence in the Conservative Party because he was the official companion to Margaret Thatcher during uh, like the Conservative uh, gathering, right. whatever it is. Yeah. And I don't really understand why they would have a companion or whatever it is, but like he was like the es- the escort, for want of a better word. The that's not the that's the wrong word. Um, <laughs> that implies a sexual relationship. It does, yeah. No, like he was like the chosen one. He sat next to her at the fucking right. Conference. He was his, her right hand man. Right hand man, exactly. Yeah. And so he was sort of being groomed. He had been groomed in his twenties uh, as this sort of like conservative um, wunderkind, except the fact that he was gay. Twist. Twist. Honestly, and that is a Sally Field twist. So he is. It's a Sally Field twist because he's a horse riding, hunting, conservative, Margaret Thatcher accompanying... I can feel your boner from here. Gay. <laughs> so I'm just like, I am in. And yeah. he made a lot of money by selling insurance policies to gays when gay people couldn't get insurance policies. Right. So there was a little part of him that was admittedly very capitalistic and, uh, and taking advantage of a situation, but also kind of good. Yeah. Like he, yeah, okay. Like I can he, buy that. Like, like he, gay he was achieving could, something that was difficult... Right. At the time. Like, he found loopholes. Yeah. He was a smart man. He's like, I can sell insurance policies. Yeah. because like, probably a garbage person anyway. But, well, you just wait, babe. <laughs> so I read about this guy in this fucking uh, magazine insert, and I am obsessed. Yeah. So what do I do? You hunt. I fucking hunt. Yeah. And I track him down. <laughs> and guess what I do? I get a fucking meeting at his company. Shut up. For real? Yeah. I, so he was running this online social group thing. It was like a precursor to Facebook. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't think you have to bleep this because because I don't even know if it exists anymore. But it was called Jake TM. Jake okay. was the name of his horse. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so I managed to get a meeting with a guy that works at his company, and. Um, I didn't even know what the premise was, but whatever. So I go to the office. The meeting's not with him. It's with this guy that works for him. And I'm there having the meeting. And then Dimitri walks in. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I fucking make eyes. And I'm like, yeah, I got him. I fucking hooked him. I got this. I think at 21, I wish I'd known my power. I didn't. Uh, Don't you? Right? Right? Don't you? uh, That's the worst part about aging is like... I had so much power I had no idea about. If, if I knew now yeah. what I knew then, I yeah. could have played this situation into a totally different... Yeah. You ending. could have been the first wife of Britain. Yeah. But instead, <laughs> I'm single in Toronto. So lesson learned. Yeah. Okay, so I get, him, <laughs> I get the meeting. Um, I see him. He's fucking dropped. And dev- again, devastating. Like yeah. He's like Darcy coming out of the fucking lake. Realness. Yeah. So then, all right, okay. So he's starting this gay men's members club online slash drinks thing in London. And by the way, I'm still commuting an hour every day, one way, Yeah. from my parents' home. And I go to this drinks thing, and I fucking rock up to him, and I'm like, hi. (laughs) My name's name's Will. Will. You're into me. That's right. (laughs) Hi, Dimitri. Yeah. And we chit-chat. And um, I manage, so he's, he asks me to meet him for lunch. Oh, okay. I know. And well, I'm look like, at her. And I did, because I didn't know. 
And you didn't. You didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know my power. So we go for lunch, and so I'm telling my work colleagues. I was working in Leicester Square in London at the time. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm going for lunch with this guy. Like, oh, where are you going? I'm like, oh, Soho House. Now, Soho House, for those of you who don't know, I imagine you do. It's like a private members club. Uh, there's one in Toronto. To be fair, before I met you, no idea what Well, they're Soho all over the place. Well, and, and it's one of those things is that, like, I'm a member now. Yeah. And um, I actually run events at Soho House. And it was funny because at age 21, when I said, oh, I'm going to this place called Soho House, I don't know what it is, <laughs> all my colleagues were like... Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a Soho house. Oh, really? Oh, that's so fancy. Because it had just opened a few years right. before. It was like a big deal. Yeah, it was uh, the thing. It was the thing. Am I doing all right for time? Should I speed up? Slowly? No, you're doing so good. You're you're perfectly fine. All right, okay. We so got so much time. We're at Soho House. So I go to Soho House for lunch, and I am nervous as shit. Yeah, which you wouldn't have been if your colleagues hadn't have been like, oh, that's a big deal. I think... I think you're right. I, I would have been somewhat nervous, but not sure. as nervous. You would have been and, like, I'm nervous because I'm meeting a boy. And I pull out my phone, which is a Nokia candy bar. Like, I didn't even know what model it was, but like, it was an old model. Like, it was fucking yeah. amazing at the time. The screen was gray. Yeah. And you was, had no green. emojis. You could play Snake. Oh, I fucking love Snake. <laughs> I miss Snake. And I pull out my phone. At the time, they had a policy, and the barman says to me, he's like, I'm sorry, we have a no phones policy. Really? And I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm a terrible person, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but you now would have been like, go fuck yourself. But yeah, but like, I will shove this phone down your throat, <laughs> and I will call your manager, and you will write me a letter of apology. Hello. How dare you? Do you know who I'm not? <laughs> right, but this was 2001. One, and I am nothing. Yeah. And so I put up my phone, he tells me to put it away, and I'm like, <sighs> So, um, Dimitri, almost said his name, turns up. We have lunch. It's great. He asks me to his country house. I love that that's a thing in your life. Um, it's not a thing in my life, but I do like that it's a thing in yours. So I have to tell my mother and my father, I'm like, oh, I'm going away for the weekend. Where? Because like, I don't go right. away for weekend. I don't have right. people. Because despite the fact that you're like 21 and a, a human being. I'm a child. You're, you're still I'm 11 living years old. I'm 11 years home. old. Yeah, yeah, I'm 11. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, uh, blah, 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 and this guy Dimitri's place, and my mother fucking clocks it immediately. And, <laughs> um, she, she reads the Daily Mail. She reads the Daily Mail, but she knows. Yeah. And actually, I may have actually pointed him out in oh. the, but like, oh, it's actually this guy. This and guy. She, mm. And she's like, uh-huh. Wait, had you come out to your parents at this point? Uh Eight years ago. Nine years ago. Okay, so they had, they'd adjusted. They, well, they had I didn't realize you came out so early. 13, yeah. Oh, good for you, bitch. They knew. I don't think they adjusted. Sure. Because they're still British. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I asked if I could borrow some of my father's shirts. He had these, like, cute Marks and Spencer's country-style shirts. Right. And one had a sort of a worn collar. And she's like, you just want that because you're going to the country. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Well, I wouldn't. Yeah. Mother. Yeah, I'm wearing this. Because he's a horse riding, hunting, conservative <laughs> gay who lives in a country house in and this is like I wanna say Somerset, which is like the southern western like the foot of okay. England. Right. And like the the um kind of like main Rhode Island. Yeah, kind yeah, of sure. Vibe, I mean like generous. The... <laughs> but like the idea like that's where like the moneyed 
Or money lives. Yeah, uh, it's more like fishing town. <laughs> okay. Meets people from London, yeah. All so right. I go My to... understanding of, of British classism and geography is shaky at best. That's fair. <laughs> um, mine too, actually. <laughs> so I drive right. down, I drive down to this village, I park in the fucking parking lot or whatever it is, but like a some some parking lot in the main center of town and mm-hmm. I say to some local I'm like oh I'm looking for blah 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 street and he says oh I'm not round from, from, from here my lover I wouldn't even know about that I don't even know I'm not sure I mean I don't know I think maybe if you go that way like you might find something over there but I don't actually know if that's what you're going to find there though right so like maybe you want to go that way I honestly have no idea what you just said I know because <laughs> that was their fucking fucked up accent yeah and it uh, <laughs> turns out I was on the street oh God, you I were already on I was on the street like, I don't know about that, my lover. I've only lived here a hundred years in my whole life. I don't even know. In my whole life. And, um, so I find this house and it's a big fucking country pile. Mm. It's a big old fucking country house. Yeah. And I go in and I sit, the door is open. Yeah. And I sit down. Do I have 15? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're fine. You had so much time. No, I just want to make sure I deliver. You don't be worried about it. I want to make sure I deliver. Even if you went over, who fucking cares? It'll be a long episode. I'm not worried. So they can tune out anytime they want. Honey, podcasts, they can pause it. They can come back to it. True. So, uh, so I arrive in the house. Mm-hmm. I go in. He had told me that he wouldn't be there because oh. he was out horse riding. Okay. So you're there. arriving to no one in... Well, not him in Oh, this. I'm not arriving to no one. Yeah. I go in and I walk down into this like sort of kitchen, this farmhouse kitchen... And who appears but his butler? Oh, Jesus. I, I suspected it was going to be a whole Downton Abbey situation, but I, I didn't, I didn't want to assume. His butler, <laughs> who does not have the time or day for me. Right, because he's seen a twink like you a time or two before, honey. I mean, I realized that later. Right. He's like, uh-huh. Oh, you're the flavor of the weekend. This is what the cat tracked in. <laughs> Uh, okay, I guess we'll work with what we've got then. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you ain't nothing special, babe. Honey, next weekend we got five more lined up. <laughs> uh, he comes in, he's doing some work around the house, and he's dressed in like whatever schlubby clothes, and then suddenly mm. he turns, he goes and changes into like butlery clothes. Okay. Because the masters fucking come home. Right. Master. Yep. So. Dimitri, almost said his name again, yep. walks in in fucking jodhpurs and riding crop and... Oh, like the whole thing. The whole thing. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I can again feel your boner from here. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Because literally this man's life is what I believe to be your fantasy. So... I mean, is this explaining everything? It, well, it's not explaining things to me, but it's certainly explaining things to the listeners. <laughs> I knew this shit. <laughs> I guess you did. I mean, I, yeah, I've been undoing some work. <laughs> I've been undoing some things. We all are. You know, we're becoming the next thing. We're becoming the next thing. Yeah. And like, uh, part of moving to Canada was actually part of letting that go. Mm-hmm. All right. So he comes in. He's job dead gorgeous, in jumpers, riding crop. I'm like living my Bridget Jones fantasy. Yeah, exactly. Where I get the man. Uh, we have dinner. He roasts some lamb. Oh, he roasts some lamb? He wrote, He lets the butler go for the evening. And he actually cooked something? Yeah, because he's generous like that. Shit, girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm like, mmm. Oh, oh, Lord. Give me the vapors. Yes. And so, uh, I don't even remember what 
happens that evening? I'm, I don't really remember, but like, I know the next day... Um, oh, you didn't fuck that night? No, we didn't fuck that night. I know the next day, like, he sort of gives me the proper tour. Maybe, maybe he gave me the tour that day. Um, it was this beautiful house. There was like a hidden room, and when you pop the fucking door panel, you go in, it's like this giant leather sofa and a TV room, and we watched Moulin Rouge, and he fell asleep on my lap, and Aww. I was just like, in love. Like, I was yeah. obsessed. I was totally infatuated. You were like, this is my husband. I mean, he was anyone's dream man. Yeah. Minus the whole, like, conservatism. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm even, even with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ah, true story. Sorry, for a moment I forgot who I was talking to. Sorry about it. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, no, I, I, I would never want you to be sorry for being who you are. No. <laughs> um... Podcast listeners, I don't hate immigrants. I'm not racist. Yeah. As far as I can tell. Right. As far as I can tell. What a what a white qualifier. What a white thing to tell. <laughs> right? As far as I know, when I ask my white friends, I'm not a racist. Right? Yeah. That's such a white thing to say. I love that. All right. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. I'm going to skip ahead because I feel yeah. like I want to be conscious of the time. I want to get to the... Because like we're only halfway through. Get to it. Dicks and butts. So the next morning we wake up and he wants to fool around. Are you sleeping in separate bedrooms? Sleeping in his bedroom. Oh, in his bedroom. Okay. Uh, we, he wants to fool around and I was like, I don't take dicks in my butt. <gasps> I'm too fucking, I'm like, no. Too young. Have you? Too, oh, wait, because you have never taken never. it. Yeah. He's like, are you sure? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. And also he has a big fucking dick. Like how big? Good nine inches thick. Sh- nine inches, bitch? I'm like, I'm telling you, this man is wealthy, he's handsome, he's got and a nine-inch dick and a hung. I'm like, oh shit. Do you understand why I've been fucked up my whole life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's becoming clear to me. Is it becoming clear now? Yeah, this is amazing. And so I'm like, no. He's like, he, he like literally bends me over the bed, like spreads my fucking ass cheeks, puts his dick on it. He's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Re- oh, good for you. I- I know, like, well, I mean, because I didn't know, I didn't have the tools. (laughs) You didn't have the language. I I have no skills or ability or confidence or Mm. anything. I didn't know. Yeah. No one fucking taught me that. Yeah. So So, his dick was literally like poking at your hole. mm, And you were like, no. Imagine me now. I'd be like, sure, whatever. You'd be like, what's taking you so long? That's right. I ain't douche, but by the way, babe. Right, used car rules. Used car rules. <laughs> right. You want to get in there, go nuts, but you, you, break you get it, what you get. You break it, you buy it. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, gross. so gross. But real. <laughs> um, okay, so you said no in the morning. In the morning. Okay. And, um, and then uh, it comes to leave. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, okay, bye. He's like, oh, I was kind of counting on you to drive me home to London. I'm like, oh, oh okay. So and I live like an hour outside of London. Yeah. But I drive him home to London. By the way, he's um, having his home in Mayfair renovated, so he's staying at the Ritz. I mean, of course he is. So I drop him off at the Ritz, and then I drive home, and I cry the entire way home because I know what's going to happen. Oh. Like I knew, yeah. Like I knew I was not in control. I knew that I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I knew. Um, you know, was, there was a moment that you missed. That he was a charismatic man who could do whatever he wanted. Like, he was the man in control and power. No one says no to him. Um, and even well, even whether it's 
because of that or not, it was just that I knew that I wasn't, that he wasn't looking for someone to be with. Mm. He was um, looking for someone to poke with his dick. That's right. He his was looking big, for a big, thick, heavy thick nine inch dick. Oh my dick. God, fuck. <laughs> I was just, yeah. Um, <laughs> he was, yeah, he, yeah. It was my first experience of someone who, uh, I guess I had some Disney uh, idea of things because I didn't know any better. I never really met anyone. Which is a thing. People people assign this value to that first time as if it's going to be magical. And I have yet to meet anyone that has had a magical first time. Oh, you just wait. Because <laughs> it's not magical. Um, <laughs> that's right. And all that you would meet someone and that you would meet your father. I mean, this man is as close as to a real Prince Charming as you yeah. could possibly get. Like, yeah. he is, he looks like a Prince Charming. For you specifically. He's wealthy. No. <laughs> if I showed you a picture, you ah. would. Where's my we'll, phone? We'll do it after. We'll, all right. I'll, yeah. Yeah. We'll, you, you can, we can summon that photo after. So, okay. So I drop off. I may accidentally leak it on Twitter. Does this podcast allow for pee breaks? Oh, do you need a pee break? Yeah, I do. Yeah, go for a pee break. But what are you going to do? You're going to like do an advert for Chacks and Tricks? <laughs> I mean, I probably will. Okay, well, talk to the, talk to the people. <laughs> you guys, so we've drank a liter and a half of Jackson, Jackson Triggs Rosé. And while I talk to you about it, I want you to think about the fact that in the back you can hear my friend Will peeing. Because he specifically didn't close the bathroom door. Because he's gross like that. Um, but I'm going to tell you, and yep, no, now he's gassy. Um, so Jackson Triggs, I don't know if you know this, but it's Canada's most awarded winery, which I think is great. Um, this particular rosé that we're drinking is also available. If you don't want to get really hammered in the 1.5 liter bottle, you can get it in the 750 milliliter option as well. Oh, you mean the half bottle? I mean, it's like a bottle, but is it what you're here for? It's a half bottle. <laughs> so this rosé has strawberry, cherry, and sweet spice aromas with a soft note of honey. You should serve it slightly chilled with sushi or chicken. Okay, well, actually, <laughs> let me rewrite that for you. <laughs> this rosé has strawberry juice flavors, and you should serve it chilled as fuck with itself with itself like by yeah. itself and having not eaten something for at least four hours before that do you need a snack babe no honey i'm so good i'm perfectly okay. drunk all right so sorry just in the interest of time i'm gonna move things along yeah all right dive okay. in so we date like we we had some dinners um, oh like we, you you he continued to reach out um a despite saying yeah yeah, yeah. No, we, oh. had, we had some dates we had some dinners we had some drinks we had some whatever like yeah. we go to the ritz uh I actually stayed over at the Ritz uh, one night. Love that. Um, and then it's April. Oh, and it's we've gone from autumn to April. Uh huh. Shit. And um, he has an apartment in Paris. Okay, I'm starting to see the appeal of this man in a big way. <laughs> and I asked him if I could stay in the apartment in Paris uh, because my good friend. Can we say friends' names? You can do what I like. Yeah. You can bleep it later. Oh, yeah! Yes! I think you should bleep it just for the humor. Sure. <laughs> um, comes to visit me, and we go to Paris for the weekend. Amazing. And we're staying at Dimitri's place. <laughs> um, it's a miracle that I keep getting his name right. You're doing so good. 
and um, it's this amazing medieval apartment in the Marais, which is like yeah. the gay area. It's right in central Paris. It's, in, yeah. it's it's insane. And we're staying there, and we arrive, and it says, "Okay, I'm going to go out and see fucking Paris." Yeah, because you're in Paris. And I say, "I'm going to wait here for Dimitri," because he decided last minute that he was going to come to Paris that weekend. Oh shit! And this whole time, he's not stuck it in you? Correct. But you've, like, sucked it, at least. Yeah, 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 Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to be like, that's a lot of months for literally nothing. Yeah, well, I don't even know if it was... I don't even know the timeline anymore. I don't even know if it was that many months. It's fine. Sure. We've already decided it's April. Sure, right. Yeah. <laughs> what was actually funny, side note story, mm-hmm. is that um, he had been emailing me saying that he was coming to Paris that weekend because he was going to have dinner with Vivian Westwood. And and I said, oh, is she coming to the house? He's like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. And I'm like, well, why don't I cook dinner for you and Vivian Westwood? Oh, my God. That's a sentence you've said out loud to another person. <laughs> oh, I hate you so much right now because Vivian Westwood is like... He's like, oh, that sounds great. I don't know if the meeting's confirmed. I'm like, all right, okay, whatever. Um, um, okay. I, you know what? Who, don't stop looking at the time because no one cares. This is going to be a long episode. I want to know... What were you gonna cook for Vivian Westwood? That's a good fucking question. Because here's the thing, I'd already done an inventory of the kitchen in Paris. Yeah. There was a champagne bucket and <laughs> Right. A champagne bucket is end of list. That's actually it. Right. Okay. There was it. Right. That was it. And yeah. I'm like, oh god. Also I've never cooked anything. Yeah. This is your first meal that you've ever cooked and you're cooking it for, for Vivian, Vivian Westwood, Westwood. Yeah. and this incredibly wealthy yeah. dude who like, has a giant dick and is beautiful and is perfect in so many ways. Yes. Yeah, no, that's that's the time to learn how to cook. Again, is this making sense now? It's all it's all painting a real right, a real clear a real picture. picture. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Okay, so he's coming to Paris. He's coming to Paris. Uh, the Vivian Westwood dinner doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, but he comes to Paris and he arrives that day. Uh, he immediately goes and naps. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, fine, fine. Um, and then he's like, I'll see you for dinner. And so me and Dimitri and... And Twist, the guy who lives in the apartment... What? Oh, okay. Who is like this sort of like housekeeper, house sitter slash boy toy? Oh, I'm beginning to see. Yeah, okay. Can't we all go for dinner, all four of us. We go to the, the Trois Cochons, or whatever it is. Okay. Some, I don't know, some fucking French restaurant. Yeah, your, your French is great. Yeah. Cochon. <laughs> There's Trois Cochons. The three pigs? Yeah, you mean? sure, exactly. Three pigs. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we have dinner. And then, and, and it was the day of my 22nd birthday. Okay. It was, I'm not going to say it was my birthday dinner. I think it was just coincidence that it was also my sure. birthday dinner. Yeah, it happened to be at the same time. And then we go out to a bar in the city. And all I really remember from this moment is uh, my friend from Ottawa uh, went and was talking to a guy. Uh, the house sitter went home, I guess. And me and I were standing in a corner and I was literally just... At him. Like, I... What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. I was just... 
It all came out. <laughs> it right. It all came out like... I don't even know what I was saying. I was probably saying... Like, I love you. Yeah, like, I love you. And, like, yeah. why you like this? And I fucking hate you. And blah, blah, blah. And what are we I hate doing? that I love you. Exactly. All that shit. Yeah. All just... Because you're now 22. Yeah, now I'm grown. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Jonathan comes up to me and he says, you're embarrassing yourself. Everyone in this bar is looking at you right now. You will meet me at the Gare du Nord at 11 a.m. tomorrow for our train home. Goodbye. <gasps> Shit, girl. And he goes home with a hot French man. <laughs> <laughs> because he knows. Right. He knows what to do. He's like, oh shit, this bitch. Get out the fucking emergency I can't be part of whatever coat. this no, is. Yeah, no. yeah, we are pulling the emergency cord. And I'm, I say to Dimitri, I'm like, bah, bah, I'm going to find a fucking hotel to stay. He's like, I'm going to find a hotel to stay. Bah. We both go home. Um, we uh, sleep in separate bedrooms. And um, the next day I go back to London. I guess he does too. Uh, and he sends me an email a couple of days later and I think I have it printed out somewhere uh, and he says listen you know um, I'm sorry uh, I think that you know I made some mistakes or whatever it was and you know people tell me that maybe I misinterpreted the situation and blah 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 and you know hmm. I'm told that I can be a good friend and so why not and I'm like thank you so much that's great I never heard from him again Oh. I never ever ever saw him again. Yeah, and um, that was like 2002. That was still April 2002. But this uh, theme of this podcast is first times. I'm wondering where we're headed. And you'll now. notice that I still haven't been butt fucked yet. Yeah, yeah. You haven't taken a dick. All right. So um, <laughs> Dimitri was uh, uh, a real lesson in life, mm. and. Um, I don't know. I think one I still think about from time to time. Um, I'd love to see him again uh, and sort of talk about it and say, like, because now I'm four years older than how old he was when he met me. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is a huge difference. A huge difference. And he still pops up in media from time to time. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, I mean, he's he did, like, Dragon's Den in the UK and all these things. I guess that's an identifying criteria. I don't know. Too late now. And you also Google named it. him once. Already. Did I say his name? You sure did. Did I really? Yeah. Oh, I'm so fucking stupid. It's fine. We're bleeping all over this episode. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Dimitri? I said not Dimitri. You, you definitely... It was a four-letter short... Yeah, letter. okay, yeah. shit, yeah. All right, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to bleep that, but I will bleep the time you said Guess it. we haven't learned our lessons since we were 22. <laughs> Still a stupid bitch. All right, okay, so... Um... So then a couple of months pass by and I meet another guy. Um, can you give me a Palestinian name, like Middle Eastern name? It's hard. Uh, Hamad. Hamad. So uh, through this same group that this guy, Dimitri, runs, uh, I meet Hamad. Okay. And he is, oh God, he's so fucking hard. Yeah. He's young, he's handsome, he's an architect, he's charming, he's cool. And, um, and I'm none of those things. And, um, he flirts with me Mm -hmm. and we, uh, go on a date and he, uh, I end up back at his place and we're fooling around and he, um, he fucks me in the butt. Oh yeah. 
does he ask or does he just like this is he, he just, makes the assumption he makes the assumption he just does it mm-hmm. and because I didn't know what was going to happen it just went in kind of because I didn't even know that that was you weren't thing. prepared yeah. yeah and he did that that was great and fine how big was he? average plus okay like seven yeah Cute. Maybe, maybe as much as seven like nice yeah not, not too thick not too thick uh, handsome man fucking sexy as shit yeah and um what was interesting about that experience was that just before I, ha- I had dated Dimitri he had dated Dimitri oh and had gone through the same experience interesting exactly and he knew this yeah he knew that I was the one that followed him yeah and I think I'm assuming he sought me out and he found me dated me Fuck me, and it was a way of him getting back some control and some power over the fact that we'd both gone through this experience where this guy had sort of put us through the ringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is wild. Yeah. So, Get it, bitch. Yeah. So my first butt sex was a hot Palestinian dude who was using me because a hot conservative dude <laughs> didn't get to use me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that is a Sally Field switch. That whole story. That was the twist, right? Yeah. That's not where I thought we were headed the whole time. No. That is a really fucking good story. I hate you because of the locations you're in. While all of I'm in London. Happening. I'm in Paris. Oh, yeah. Vivian Westwood. Oh, my God. I'm just going to like have a casual time in Paris in this beautiful apartment. And like maybe Vivian Westwood shows up or something. I hate you. No, I know. I hate me too. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. Um, but that's a really good story for a first time. Thank you. I Thank you. I wasn't yeah. sure. I'm, I'm not really a good tor- uh, storyteller. And uh, when you first took a dick, were you? What position were you in? That's a great question. I literally just laid to my side mm. like a subservient wife, and he just slid it in me. And I honestly, still, I still love my that favorite position. position. It's still one of my favorite positions. It's the most com- comfortable for both people, isn't it? Though, yeah. Because like when you're taking it and you're on your side and you're just like, hey, yeah, all that in. weight is off. It's just like we can enjoy the pleasure of this and yeah. like my anus can relax because I'm relaxed. Right. And then as a top, like it's also, I have found at least, just in terms of the physical mechanics of it, like it's at least uncomfortable. Like you can, you can position someone, you can get real in there and like you can do the work, but like you're not in a position where you're like holding someone's weight or any of that. Like you right. can just You're not fuck. holding your own weight. You're not holding, because you could also lay down. You can just have a time. Yeah. Yeah. Get he, it. He would actually come visit Toronto. Girl. Not for me. <laughs> he came here for a work project. Right, but like, for me. he threw it in. No, he didn't. This is That's a whole other story for another podcast. Well, we don't have the time now. The guy who follows me around, <laughs> that's a whole other story. Girl, we'll bring you back for season six. I fucking met him. <laughs> so there it is. So I hope that that's was okay. That's a great okay. story. Hopefully that was okay, podcast listeners. But like, yeah. Okay, um, we're going to quickly wrap up then. Um, I have so many questions that I will ask you after we hit the record button. Uh, I need names, photos, details, I need mm. timelines, I need a map. Mm. Um, but no, so as you know, we're, what we're doing here is about, you know, bringing light and levity into a dark time because, you know, the world sucks a lot of the time and we're just trying to bring jokes and smiles to people's faces. Yes. In the next seven days, how are you going to bring light and levity into your little corner of the universe? Uh, totally fair. And unlike other previous participants, I have thought about this. Okay, great. Um, I, don't ask me, because I haven't. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so my the way I answer that question is um, there are definitely interactions I have every day that I don't want to have. Mm. Right? Yeah. Uh, whatever that as is. As we all do. As we all do. Yeah. And what I intend to do is to do every one of those interactions with a smile on my face. Oh. Just do it with a smile on your face. And even if you don't, even if you don't really want to be having that conversation, sometimes it can surprise you. And if mm. you just approach it with a smile on your face and a positive attitude, um, at the very least, it makes it better than it would have been if you didn't. Yeah. You know? So yeah. that's what I'm trying to at work on At the very least. Week. Yeah, at the very least. So that's what I'm trying to work on this week. Bitch, that is a good-ass answer. Thank I'm, you, man. I'm going to give you double snaps. I'll take it. <laughs> Do you have one for me? Boom! I mean, I don't know if you know, this is my third day in a row, so I'm running out of uh, great ideas. I think, for me, my focus... You can take mine, baby. I mean, I would. I will steal it. You can. But actually, you know, we were talking a little bit before we were podcasting uh, sort of about how we approach work and how we approach existing inside of an environment that isn't necessarily lined up with the way we work right. uh, as human beings. And I think for me in the next seven days, what I'm going to try to remember is I'm part of a system, right. but I am not the only part of that system. Right. And so for me, bringing like light and levity to the universe is about having control of what I can control and trying to make that part as seamless and as easy and as magical for people who interact with me as possible but accepting that the parts that frustrate me or whatever, right. those are those are fine. They can be frustrating. They don't have. They're not part of me. Right. So in right. a weird way, I think that's my answer. No, that absolutely makes sense. Like part of being, a, you are an agent of change, girl. You are. Yeah. And part of that uh, requires that ability, which is so hard to be able to brush up against things that you can't change or that you mm. don't like or that aren't right or that should be different and yet not... Let them be, own you. Yeah, not let them own you, not be thrown by them. And yeah. that's so hard. <laughs> right. It's so hard. Yeah. So being an agent of change. Yeah. Yeah, queen. Uh, yes. Yeah, get it, bitch. All right. Thank you. We're at one hour and 10 minutes, which is 10 minutes longer than we should be, but like, fuck it. No Oops. one's my referee. Um, thank you so much for doing this. I, I, you know, I love you. I love you. You're one of my people. You're my tribe. And I don't want to talk anymore about it because I will start crying because you abandoned me and then you're back and it's all very confusing and I have to go. This has been Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales with your factual fairy, Matt Sweet, and my guest, Will. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> If you're looking to get a hold of the Fact Fib Fairy, you can find us on Twitter at Fact Fib Fairy, or you can go to Facebook where it's Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales, or Instagram where it's at Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales, or you can email us at Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales at gmail.com. And if you didn't get any of that, honestly, just send a carrier pigeon. It all works out in the end. <laughs>